The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB, EFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, June 5th edition. We go from a minuscule, crappy four-game slate to a loaded 14-game slate on this Tuesday. Tons to look into. Let's get your totals real quick. Dodgers, Pirates, 8. Rays, Nationals, 7. Yankees, Blue Jays, we will be targeting this one at 10. Orioles, Mets, 8.5. Rockies, Reds, 9. Tigers, Red Sox, 9.5. Brewers, Indians, 7. Another one we're going to love so much. A's, Rangers at 10. Phillies, Cubs, waiting on the weather in Wrigley. But right now, it looks like it's blowing in from left pretty nicely. Seattle at the Astros, 7.5. Marlins, Cardinals, 7.5. Royals, Angels, 8.5. Braves, Padres, 7. D-backs, Giants, 7. So as you can see there, there's two totals of 10. There's a 9.5 and a 9. And the rest are 8.5 from below. So we have some definite... Um, Intriguing pitching matchups. The totals, I think, overstate the pitching because it's not that great, but there are some really good ones. There's a handful over 10K, so let's get into it. There's five guys over 10K. You got Max Scherzer leading the way at 13-3. Clerk cut, really solid choice. Going against Tampa. Team strikes out 22% of the time. Max is amazing. They have a righty-heavy lineup. Max destroys right-handed bats. Just, what, what can you say? Max Scherzer... I'm not going to say much about him anytime, except he's a great play if you can afford it, and, it's, and he's in a great spot against Tampa Bay. Like This is a phenomenal pitching opportunity for Max Scherzer. Uh, real quick, I'll do the weather at the end. Uh, you got Kluber at 12-6 at home against the Milwaukee Brewers. Kluber has, I believe I, I mentioned the stat last time, he's got like 20, like almost 30, I think now, straight quality starts. And that shouldn't be overlooked. That's just insane what he's done. Uh, he's averaging 30.7 points a game at home this year. He did face Milwaukee once, only with six innings, three earned, four Ks for 11.9. Probably his worst start of the year. Because four, yeah, it's five starts to go at Milwaukee since then. He's had 23 or more fantasy points. He's in a great spot again, so he is in play against a Milwaukee team that strikes out over 24% of the time. And we know Kluber does everything else really, really well. If you're not paying up for those two, though, I think Carlos Martinez can be a very interesting play. This is a guy we've been off of a lot this year. He's been so hit and miss, but he's shown really good stuff. He's been much better on the road than at home, which is interesting because he's at home again tonight. 
facing a Miami Marlins team that uh, isn't the best in baseball, as we know. But they're pesky. Our boy Dog, you know what I'm talking about. They're pesky. Very pesky, annoying team. But Carmart returning from the DL on the recent Bench with Bubba, uh, episode 98 with Van Lee. He saw Carmart's last uh, rehab start in AAA, so he looked just fine. He, he has a 25% K rate, a 50, almost 52% ground ball rate on the year. So he's been outstanding. Miami strikes out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. You look at their team total, it's 2.8. It's the second lowest on the slate. Lefty's 298, righty's 286. Uh, a below average 281 Woba versus righties and a very bad ISO of 112 versus righties. So Carmart at 11K can be very much in play. And I think he's a good pivot off those top two guys as everyone's going to want to try to pay up there if they can. So I think Carmart's a really good spot. We got James Paxton at 10-4. He's really, really good. He can shut anybody down. GPPs, I don't hate him at all. But just know it's not fun targeting the uh, Houston Astros. Never fun targeting the Houston Astros. So buyer beware type stuff on that one. And then Mad Bum at 10-1, I love. I want to have him throw a start. I think he's going to be good. I just don't know how far they're going to let him go. So I'm, I have trouble paying 10-1 for that. So when you look up top, you got Scherzer 1, Carmart 2, Kluber three. Now, when you drop below the 10K range, it gets really interesting. You got Ross Stripling coming in at a $9,600 price tag against the Pittsburgh Pirates. We know Stripling's been outstanding this year. We've been riding those coattails, but he's been in the sevens and eights. He gets quite the price bump this week, and he goes up against the Pirates team that strikes out just a little less than 20% of the time. It's always a bugaboo. When we talk about the Pirates, they're not a huge strikeout team. Stripling is striking out almost 27% of the guys he faces. A ground ball rate of almost 49% at an amazing hard contact rate of 26%, which has been really, really good. Pirates team total is 3.9. It's like the eighth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 229, righty's 252. So he's in a good spot. Cash games, I don't mind it at all. GPPs, he's still in play. It's just a little risky because the Ks aren't there, but they can be. We've seen certain pitchers get it done against Pittsburgh, so maybe Stripling can be one of those guys and take you to the promised land. One last thing about the Pirates, they do hit much, much better at home than on the road, especially with power. So keep that in mind when you're looking at Stripling because at $9,200, you can go down to a guy like Sean Newcomb, who I've been a big fan of this year, and he's in a phenomenal spot in a pitcher's park in Petco against the San Diego Padres. Newcomb's been much better on the road than at home. A seven-game start on the on the road at 206 ERA, 22 DraftKings points per start compared to his four home starts where he's Got a 3.86 ERA. So there's a lot to like with Newcomb. The uh, Padres strike out almost 26% of the time versus lefties. He's, it's just if he's not walking, guys, he's dialed in. He's ready to rock and roll. Padres have a 3.3 total, fifth lowest on the slate. Lefties, 3.56. Righties, 2.54. So he's got the first splits, and the Padres do have some young, powerful right-handed bats, so you got to keep an eye on that. But as a whole, Newcomb at 92 is a very good-looking play. If you don't want to pay all the way up, I don't mind starting my lineups with Sean Newcomb tonight. So in this 9K range, I got Newcomb 1, Stripling 2. When you go to the 7s and the 8s, one of my, the more I looked into this slate and then I saw the weather, the last thing I checked was the weather. Kyle Hendricks, 8,300 bucks, becomes a very, very interesting play against the Philadelphia Phillies. Hendricks been outstanding at home this year. A 2-3-8 ERA in six games started compared to a 4-5 on the road in his five starts there. You know, he's never been a big strikeout guy. 33 strikeouts in 41 and a third, or two-thirds home innings. But um, averaging almost 22 DraftKings points per start at home, definitely something we can get behind. He's facing the Phillies team that scored one run in their three games in San Francisco, and that one run was a Jake Arrieta home run. 
So maybe the off day traveling, getting out of the West Coast helped them out. Who knows? But with the wind blowing in nicely at 11 to 12 miles an hour from left field, um, a little chillier than it should be this time of year, but still not like frigid by any means. But uh, he, he's in a really good spot here. Philadelphia strikes out 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching. That is insane. Humongous strikeout rate. He's a minus 200 favorite. Carlos Martinez is a minus 220. Kluber's a minus 210. Scherzer's a minus 250. So he's getting priced up like those guys. But on DraftKings, he's $8,600. Extreme ground ball guy, as you would expect. Philadelphia's, well, yeah, we're waiting on that team total, of course. But uh, they have a 307 Woba and a 163 ISO, very minuscule. Yes, Hendricks has gotten blown up at times, and for the most part, He's been very, very good, and his price tag at 8300 80, uh, is one I can definitely get behind on this slate. So I, I'm a big fan of Hendricks on this slate. It's one of those that you don't have to go all in because it's a huge slate, and um, you know ownership for the most part should be pretty spread out on this slate. But Hendricks, 8300 bucks makes for a very, very interesting play. Yeah, Dallas Keuchel at 7900 bucks. How the mighty have fallen! My goodness, he's down to 7900. And he goes home where he's facing a Seattle team we faced earlier this year. Eight innings, six hits, two earned, six Ks for 24 DraftKings points. He scuffled a bit his last three starts, 11-3, 14-1, 4.5. Not the Dallas Keuchel you'd expect. But he gets the, the price decrease because prior to that, he was getting you 23-plus points most times out. He's been very, very good this year. We know the Mariners have some pop from the right side versus lefties. But Mitch Hanniger, I believe I saw his stat yesterday, is hitting around 200 or so. For the last like three or so weeks, it's been bad, really bad. You got Nelly Cruz, of course. You got the short porch in left field. There are some deterrents here, but at seventy nine hundred bucks, the upside is very, very big. It's a guy with thirty point upside when he's on, and you don't get that a lot in this price range. Now Seattle only strikes out twenty one percent of the time versus lefties, but you got Keiko at twenty one percent, give or take, strikeout rate, a ground ball rate of almost sixty three percent, and a low hard contact rate. So he's doing things the right way. Uh, Seattle's team total is only 3.5. It's like 6th, 7th lowest on the slate. Lefty's 285, righty's 313. And, you know, for a Mariners team with as much, you know, talk about how good they can hit lefties, they have an above-average Woba of 327. It's not, like, off the charts great, but it's pretty good. But only a 150 ISO, which is average. It's, they're not, like, destroying the baseball. So, Keiko at 7,900 bucks could be an intriguing play. If we were to talk chalk, and again, on slates this size, it kind of you know, spreads out for the most part. I'd imagine in this middle tier, people are going to stream to Keiko. They might go to Hendricks once they see some of the stuff I saw, but Keiko could be their guy. But he's definitely in play at 7,900. I don't hate it. The third guy I'll mention here is Joe Musgrove, 7,500 at home against the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. Musgrove has been outstanding in his first two starts. He's got seven innings in both starts against the Cubs and the, and the Cardinals, giving up one run total, striking out five and seven in those starts, 21.2 and 30.8. He's not going to be this good all the time. That's for darn sure. He's, you know, he was a big contact guy early in his career, but he's bouncing back nicely in this new run. You know, former Houston Astro in that trade for Garrett Cole, twenty-two percent K rate for the Dodgers versus right-handed pitching. Uh, Musgrove's been really, really good as we mentioned. The Dodgers team total is just above four, about four point one. Lefties two seventy-three, righties two eleven so far in the year versus Musgrove. Dodgers have an average 318 Woba and 173 ISO, just both barely above average. Not bad, not great. But uh, Musgrove at that price tag could be a nice return, could be scary. But we know as a whole that Dodgers offense 
take the Coors series aside, has not been that good. So uh, at seventy five hundred bucks, could be another nice mid price range. So this mid price here of Kendricks, Keuchel, and Musgrove is very, very enticing. A lot you can do with just to mix and match and have some fun. If you want to get all the bats, you can mix these guys up with the ninety two hundred Newcomb, or you know do something like that. But uh, in this seven and eight, I got Hendricks one, Musgrove two, Keuchel three. Now when you dip below seven K. It's pretty nasty. You got Anthony Disclafani coming back from the DL. He's been he hasn't pitched in the big since 2016. He's 6,200 bucks. Back in the day, he had amazing stuff, or not amazing, but really good stuff with strikeout upside. It is Great American Small Park. The wind is blowing out at about 12 miles an hour to center, which is terrifying. And there's about 40% chances of rain. So this game might not even get in. So keep all that in mind. But you just got to remember the Rockies are horrific versus right-handed pitching. Strikeout over 23% versus righties. And as a whole, where are they at here? Uh, 301 Wobo, 156 ISO. That's gone up a bit probably because they just got done with like seven or so games in Coors Field. Prior to that, just horrific numbers. If you want to go down a little lower, though, and you need to go down here, Jose Urania at 5600 bucks is a very, very interesting play. On him last time out, got 20.5 at the Padres. He's um, about home roads are about equal. He's got you 14 or more points in three out of his last four. Heck, he's got you almost five, six, about six of his last seven. He's been really, really consistent. Not not the massive upside, but a good floor for the most part. Facing a Cardinals team that strikes out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He's got a 45.5% ground ball rate. Uh, and you, when you look at the Cardinals, they do have a high team total of 4.7, but it's lefties 358 and righties 299. They have an abysmal 142 ISO versus right-handed pitching. They've been really bad versus them. And they give you a righty-heavy lineup. Like, you got Matt Carpenter, maybe a Colton Long. They might throw in another guy or two, but usually not many. It's really a righty-heavy lineup when it comes to the St. Louis Cardinals. And can that still get to Urania? Of course. We've seen Urania get beat up. At the same time, he finds a way to limit damage and has a little bit of upside with him. So at his price tag at 5600 I don't hate it at all if you need to go down here. So the below six guys, I got Urania one, Desclafani two. With Desclafani, I want to see some more reports this week, maybe how many pitches he'll throw, so on and so forth, as we go that direction. So to recap your pitching real quick, up top, you got Scherzer one, Carmart two, Kluber three. The other guys are, are good options, GPP type options, but much more sketch involved. In the uh, 9K range, I got Nukem 1, Stripling 2. In the 7s and 8s, I got Hendricks 1, who I really, really like. My, one of my favorite pitchers on the slate. Musgrove 2, Keiko 3. Then down below, Urania and Di Sclafani. Let's get into the bats on this 14-game slate. But before we do so, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. Great new way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafts, and you're done in under five minutes. There's one man's head-to-heads. There's three man's, five man's, ten man's. The works. You do it all, and when you make your first deposit, use promo code SDSPORTS at checkout for entry into a free $3 tournament. It's tons of fun. They have all the sports. They're doing NFL best balls right now. Uh, it's great. Great, great way to play fantasy. You don't have to worry about ownership there because it's snake-style drafts. You're the only one that owns them. It is a ton of fun, so go check it out. Draft.com. Draft in your app store. Use promo code SDSPORTS at checkout for entry into a free $3 tournament. Now let's get to the bats. As we said, you know, you got guys like Gary Sanchez at 4,300 versus Marco Estrada. Estrada, you're going to want to tee off on. It's pretty clear and simple. This guy is a mess. He's given up home run after home run after home run. The Yankees own him. They have a 5.4 team total. Lefties 358, righties 378 off Estrada. 
just they're expensive, but they are great plays. If you're paying up a catcher, Gary is an interesting play. He's slumping, but he's very much in play. Guys I do like are guys like Salvi Perez. He's 4,100. He had an amazing month of May, and he's picked it up already. He had two for four in the home run last night. Uh, he's been playing really, really well, going up against Andrew Heaney. Uh, Salvi last night, even on a four-game slate, was like 4% owned. So that made me very happy. Uh, too bad everything else didn't work out quite like that. But uh, lefty's 237, righty's 343 off Andrew Heaney. So a guy like Salvi will go super low on again tonight if you're paying up for catcher. On a slate this big with so many good hitting options, you might just punt catcher, which is not the worst thing in the world. A guy like Wilson Contreras at 39 versus Zach Eflin is worth a look in, in his matchup. A Buster Posey at 38 versus Patrick Corbin. That's a good price tag there. He gets kind of bet, buried in the mess. He's still having a good season. You know, 12 points his last time out. Yeah, he's got 12 or more in three of his last four. He's averaging, uh, where'd that go? Averaging almost 10 points a game his last 10. So he's swinging a good stick. Patrick Corbin's a kind of messy, and righties can show some power against Corbin. So 38 for Posey, another option for you there. Uh, I'm not looking to target Paxton. You got Saucy and Gaddis, good guys versus lefty. If you want to go there, you'd be very contrarian. It's just not my cup of tea. A guy like Luke Molle versus Sabathia could be a nice play for you there as well. When you get down to the lower threes, a guy like uh, maybe a Chris Iannetta, if you want to fade Disclafani at 3,200, could be intriguing. Uh, Tucker Barnard switch hitting against Kyle Freeland at 31. Don't hate that either. But you get down to threes. Robinson Chirinos, if he's in the lineup at 3K versus Manai, could be a power option there. Not running to play that. I'd rather go to 2,900. Jonathan Lucroy versus Matt Moore is a massive target on this slate. The A's, we've been on them a lot lately. We're on them again tonight. A 5-3 total. Lefty's 470, righty's 361 versus Matt Moore. Matt Moore has been abysmal. So go ahead and give uh, Lucroy at 29 a definite look in this one. So you got the Lucroy $2,900 value. You'll go down. There'll be a few more down here. Um, like a Martin Maldonado at 29. He had another good night last night, having a quiet, good season as he tends to do. Uh, like a Troy Walters at 2700 is not ideal. You're not running to play that one, but. Um, Check lineups. There will be a few that pop up down here. Uh, nothing's jumping off the page right now. Like maybe a Caleb Joseph for Baltimore 25 versus Vargas. I do like that. Joseph has hit lefties really, really well from in his career. We know how trashy Vargas is. So that, that could be definitely a $2,500 cheap either at catcher. I don't mind at all. So go check out some of those. Yeah, I, I, Joseph actually really got my attention right there. So I do like that. This is why I love doing this for you guys because it, it opens my eyes to other things that I don't see at first blush. And we can sit here and chat about it, and I can talk to myself, and hopefully you listen. And then you jump in the Slack chat and come help out, and we all talk and learn and become better at fantasy baseball and other sports. First base, Freddie Freeman against Jordan Lyles at 51 is in a great spot. Too bad it's not a better ballpark, but still a great spot for Freddie. So I do not hate that at all at 5,100. Mitchie two bags versus Lewicki. Lowkey out of the Detroit bullpen will probably go about 50 or 60 pitches, then go to the more Detroit bullpen, which is not good. So Mitchie two bags at 46 could be a nice play. Um, Rizzo against Eflin at 45 is outstanding. Rizzo's really, really heated up after a slow April. So at 4,500 versus Eflin. Lefties just destroy Eflin. Let me give you a quick number here. Righties hit 286. Lefties 428. So Anthony Rizzo, 45 in play. Joey Votto at 45. Do not worry about lefty-lefty. He's in, in play as well at Great American Small Park. Paul Goldschmidt, when we get to BVP, he's had some ownership on Mad Bum. So I don't mind that at all at 4,400. Uh, Matt Olson at 43 versus Matt Moore. We've mentioned um, lefties actually hit 
at a higher clip than righties. They both hit great. Lefty's 470, righty's 361. First more, and Olsen is streaking, so enjoy, enjoy the streak while you have it. So first base loaded up top, as I keep mentioning. Max Muncy's been on fire. He's first base, third base eligible. Musgrove, uh, he's 4,300 if you want to target Musgrove. we got Yonder Alonso versus Junior Garrett at 42. That's another phenomenal spot. Lefty's 342 off Garrett. Righty's 312. So another good look for you there. A guy like Greg Bird at 41 versus Estrada, especially if he's in the middle of that order, could definitely be an option for you there as Estrada, big fly ball, big power guy for you. Going a little farther, like a switch hit in Justin Smoke at 41. He is in play. Hits a lot of power from the right side of the plate, so don't sleep on that. Um, Carlos Santana, I'm not really looking there, but like uh, Ryan Healy, if you are fading Keiko at 38, could be an interesting play. Not running to play that either. So, yeah, it's top-heavy, about 4,200 and above. There's a lot of first basemen, and it kind of gets a little dark. Maybe a Mark Trumbo in GPPs at 3,600 versus Vargas. We know Trumbo's insane power versus uh, the left side of the plate. If you, okay, so if you want to get weird, you got Trumbo at 36 versus Vargas, and then you got Adrian Gonzalez at 36 versus Cobb. Two names that are going to go massively overlooked. Massively overlooked. A, and maybe rightfully so. But uh, Alex Cobb, lefty's 416, righty's 349. Uh, when you look at Baltimore, Vargas, lefty's 377, righty's 363. They're both extremely hittable. For GPPs, I'm not like saying I'm in love with these plays, but those are some sneaky plays that might give you, you know, 10-plus points and can maybe run into one. And ownership-wise, again, you're not really too worried about ownership on a slate, but could break the bank. A guy like Louis Valbuena, first base, third base eligible, 3,400 versus Keller. So you got a couple of value spots here. You have like a thirty-seven to forty-one hundred dollar area, which is pretty dark, and then you kind of open up again. Josh Bell at thirty-four could be interesting for Stripling. Uh, a Trey Mancini thirty-three hundred versus Vargas is extremely cheap. He should be very, very liked today at first base. Outfit eligible at thirty-three. Don't hate that at all either. So, see what else is out there, and uh, we will go from there. Head over to the second base position. It's led by the one, the only, yes, used to always be Jose Altuve. It is Scooter Jeanette. $5,000 at home against uh, Kyle Freeland. My God, Scooter. And it's a good play if you can make it work. But uh, interesting. A guy like Ozzy Albies at 48 versus Lyles. I like that a ton. Glaber Torres at 47. Had a homer in game one of the double dip yesterday. It's another really good play for you there. Uh, Jed Lowry against Matt Moore at 45 is interesting. Vinny Zobrist has been on fire. He's 4,300 versus Eflin. That's a really good-looking play there. Whip Merrifield, another guy that's really swinging a good bat. Second base outfield eligible at 4,300 versus Heaney. I don't hate that at all. That is in play for you. As Drupal Cabrera at 42 versus Alex Cobb, another solid, solid play for you. Farther down you go. A guy like Matt Carpenter, second base, third base at 3,900. Mentioned lefties versus Urania. That's one of the few lefties in the Cardinals lineup. So go give him a look at his matchup. Um, farther down we go. Maybe a Kensler at 3,500 versus Keller. He's started to heat up once he got back to the leadoff spot. Uh, Jonathan Scope does in his career has had a ton of power versus left-handed pitching. He's 3,500 and I struggled immensely. So it's a little risky, but still uh, GPP-wise does have that power upside for you there. Maybe a Joey Wendell at 32 versus Scherzer as a one-off, but probably not. Wouldn't recommend running there. Jose Perella at 32 versus Newcomb. It's okay. But that's that's your lower value here at second base. You gotta pretty much pick your poison or pay up for that 35 and above. Switch it and can tell Marte versus Bumgarner. I used him again last night at 2800 Much better matchup 
tonight or last night than tonight, though. That's the difference. Uh, JT Riddle at 28. Colton Wong at 28 could be a nice cheapie there. I don't hate that one when it comes to cheap options because there really isn't much. So maybe something else will come out in the lineups. Third base, Jose Ramirez at 55 versus Guerra. He's been crushing baseballs. So uh, he's earned the price tag. It is a very steep price tag, though, so beware. Arenado at 53 versus Discofani is also in play. Eugenio Suarez has crushed left-handed pitching. He's 5,100 in Great American Small Park versus Kyle Freeland. Outstanding. You got Chris Bryant, who's always a good play. Candelario, 47. All really solid looks there, but I'd, I'd go Suarez up top in that little group. Max Muncy, 43, mentioned him. Moustakis, I don't care if it's a lefty. He's 42 and he's swinging it. He's a part of a stack if you're going that direction. Uh, but the guy you want to look at is a guy like Matt Chapman. 4,100 versus Matt Moore. That is a solid, solid look there. Anthony Rendon, 4K versus Eovaldi. Eovaldi had a great first start, but he also throws the fastball. That's very, very hittable. And a team like the Nationals might just erupt on that with a 4.17 total. So Rendon, who's having a really good last few weeks at 4K, is in play for you there. Uh, maybe a Justin Turner at 4K could be worth a look. Switch hit and young Hermes Salarte at 3,900 and play free as well. Alex Bregman at his price tag at 39. If you want a one off versus Paxton, or you're putting a, uh, an Astro stack together to be contrarian versus Paxton, Bregman does hit lefties well. Uh, he's been he's averaging almost 10 points his last 10 games. Swinging a pretty good stick up there, especially against the left side of, of uh, the mound. So Bregman at 39. Worth a look. Carpenter at 39. I mentioned him. Longo. Longo has not been. You know, he's averaging almost nine points his last 10. It's really hit and miss with him, but he does have extreme power versus lefties. So 3,900 for Longo versus Corbin in a GPP. You can look at Adrian Beltre at 38 versus Mania, similar to Longo. They're not like light jumping off the page to you, but they can definitely run into some. Johan Camargo, 3,600 shortstop third base against Lyles is in play in this one. Farther down you go, maybe a Brian Anderson is a one-off at 34. Um, Louis Valbueno at 34 mentioned that. I don't mind that at all. I think it's a pretty solid play. The ever-frustrated Rafael Devers is down to 3,300 versus Lewicki. So, you know, talk about a guy with big power upside, just can't get it done. He's there at 33 for a cheapie if you need it. Colin Moran at 32 versus Stripling is another cheapie if you need it. And Danny Valencia for Baltimore crushes lefties, usually in the lineup versus lefties. He's 31 for Baltimore versus Vargas. You can definitely look there if you need to. Let's go over to the short stop position where we have Manny Machado at 5,200 versus Jason Vargas up top, and that is an outstanding play. That is an easy one. Uh, Lindor at 51 is another easy one. So both of those are great, great plays. Great plays. Uh, maybe other sites like FanDuel and Fantasy Draft, you can play them both. But uh, DraftKings, you only play one. I go Machado, but I have zero problem. It's like 1A and 1A1. <laughs> That's not even 1B. They're both outstanding plays. You slide down a little farther, a guy like Trey Turner at 46 comes into play for you. Uh, Xander Bogarts at 45 as well are options. Chris Taylor's hitting everything right now, even outside of Coors. He was, he was really heating up lefties and righties. He's 4,300, but I look at a guy like Didi at 42 versus Estrada. Uh, he could definitely run into one against him. Marcus Simeon has hit lefties really, really well. He's 4,100 versus Matt Moore. That's a solid play. If you don't want to pay up top, get a $4,100 shortstop in Simeon. I like that quite a bit. The A's are in that kind of mid-tier price that you can really get behind and build some nice lineups. Uh, a little farther down, maybe a Camargo again at 36. I don't hate that. Uh, Jerickson Profar at 35 versus Manaya could be in play. But a guy like Jose Peraza coming from the right side of the plate towards the top of the Reds order at 34 versus Freeland, I can definitely get behind as a cheaper shortstop option. 
Maybe an Eduardo Nunez second base shortstop at 32 is another one for you there. Other than that, you know, maybe a, a Franklin Barreto if he gets to start at 3K versus more could be there, but he's not really starting much. A Nick Ahmed is a one-off versus Bumgarner at 3K. Not sexy plays at all. Ketel Marte mentioned him at 2,900. It's really kind of eh down here. Check your lineups. Maybe a JT Riddle and Urshela. And Urshela for uh, Toronto at 28 for CC. I can at least kind of get behind. So, yeah, check lineups and see what comes out. You might find some value. Outfield, you got Trout at 6K. Yeah, he's in play. He's good at baseball. Uh, Aaron Judge at 54 versus Estrada could definitely crush one. I love Harper at 53 versus Eovaldi. I think targeting Eovaldi is going to be a, a nice move on this slate, so someone to keep in mind. Blackman versus Discofani at 51 is definitely nice. So is Benintendi at 5K versus Lewicki. Benintendi's been crushing it. Uh, K with the Chris Davis versus a lefty in a hitter's ballpark like Texas at 49. Might be the top play price-wise on this slate right now in the outfield. That's a very good look there for Chris Davis. like that a lot. Giancarlo, if you missed it yesterday, Mike Fires hit him in his first at-bat in game two. His next at-bat, he hit an absolute ball to the left, and he let Fires know about it. It was pretty good. Go to the Around the Bases pod uh, Twitter handle and check out the video. It was damn impressive. Don't piss off Giancarlo. Guy like uh, Michael Brantley hitting everything at 4800 bucks. He's a great cash game play on the daily and even GPP relevant. Austin Meadows at 47 versus Stripling is also a very interesting play there. Farther down you look, a guy like Brandon Nemo at 44. Absolutely love him versus Alex Cobb. Leading off, Cobb is bad, 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 bad. So Nemo at 44, very good look for you there. Kyle Schwarber at 43 is on a tear. People just aren't quite appreciating just yet. Averaging 10.3 a game his last 10. 10, 10, 29 are his last four. Then a zero, then a 21. So five of his last six, essentially nine or more points. He's been playing really, really well. Again, lefties crush Zach Eflin. So Schwarber at 43 is worth a look. Mentioned Zobris, Merrifield, Taylor earlier, all phenomenal plays. Uh, Brent Gardner at 42. He is really playing well. Gets overlooked in that Yankees offense a lot. Averaging 12.5 his last 10. He had 10 yesterday. 10, 12, 13, 36 his last four. Then a zero, then a nine, then a 14. So six of his last seven, nine or more points at 4,200. You can definitely look at Brett Gardner. Farther down, we slide like a Nelly Cruz versus Keiko in a one-off at 42. I don't hate. Nick Markakis at 42 versus Lyles is a very, very good play there. If you aren't playing Newcomb, a guy like Hunter Renfro, tons of power versus lefties at 4,200. Justin Upton went deep yesterday. He's 4,200 versus Keller. Maybe he's starting to heat up again, and you get him at a cheap price right now, so don't sleep on Jay Up. Uh, the farther down we look, Ian Happ at 41 in GPPs versus Eflin is in play. Ender Inciarte at 41 versus Lyles is in play. Uh, da, da, da. Cargo at 4K versus Di Sclafani isn't horrible. Don't hate that. Uh, Jorge Soler against the lefty Heaney at 4K in play. Conforto at 4K also worth a look. As you keep sliding down, I absolutely love Juan Soto at 3,900. Way too cheap for that kid. Like a Soto, Harper, Rendon, little stack is pretty nice to me. Maybe Splash and Turner in if you feel like it. Uh, a little farther you go, you look at guys like Adam Jones at 3,800 versus Vargas is outstanding. Really, really like that as a cheaper outfield option. Chad Pender, if he cracks the A's lineup, usually versus lefties, hits towards the top of the order. He's 3,700 with a ton of power, especially against lefties, so don't sleep on Chad Pender, especially in your GPPs. If he goes off, he's going to be low-owned and really differentiate things for you. Mac Williamson at 3,700 is very interesting. McCutcheon at 37 is heating up back-to-back homers. I'd go Kutch over Williamson, but both are in play for you tonight. 
Uh, Mark Connor could be a GPP guy at 36 versus more, just as a, a random. You know, when you have a matchup as good as the A's have, you can kind of get really weird with your with your picks and uh, differentiate yourself where you choose. Uh, Tony Kemp, no. Jankowski, no. Jabari Blash, no. He's not even there. Take him off the thing, DK. That'd be great. Gerardo Parra at 34 versus D. Sclafani. Could be worth a look, but like Adam Duvall always has power versus lefties in that ballpark at 3,400 is worth a gamble in his matchup. Gorky Hernandez, especially if he's leading off at 34, a good-looking play there for the Gigantes. Trey Mancini at 33, mentioned him already. Um, G-Man Choi not targeting Corey Kluber. I just can't do it. But Jose Perella at 32, Manny Margot at 32, and Fran Mill Reyes at 32. All really interesting GPP options versus Newcomb. Fran Mill leading the way because he's got so... So much power. This guy is just crushing baseballs. Another big 16-point game yesterday because he went deep again. Uh, in his last 10 games, he has four home runs, averaging about nine points a game in his last 10. He's got eight or more in three straight games. 3,200 for Fran Mill. Definitely in play for you there. Get to the bottoms of the threes. Guy like Nick Williams at 31 for a one-off. I don't hate. Um, other than that... I'll check lineups and see what else pops up. Domingo Santana versus Kluber. Probably not. Uh, yeah. We'll just check lineups instead of just drowning in this sea of, like, Guillermo Heredia at 29 versus Keuchel, maybe, if you need a punt. But, uh, yeah. We'll check out lineups and see what we got to do there. But that wraps up your bats. Let's recap the pitching real quick. you got Scherzer up top, Seamart and Kluber in your 10K and above. In your 9Ks, you got Newcomb 1, Stripling 2. In the 7s and 8s, you got... Hendricks 1, Musgrove 2, Keiko 3. Down below, you got Urania 1, Discofani 2. Your weather for the slate. Again, blowing out in Cincinnati the center field pretty good. Uh, about 12 miles an hour. About 40% chances of rain, so keep an eye on that. Detroit-Boston, about 20% chances of rain. There's a few other places with about 10 to 15%, so hopefully that goes away. Uh, wind blowing in from right center. Milwaukee and Cleveland at about 11 miles an hour. Blowing in from left in Oakland, or in Texas, between Oakland and Texas at 11. That does not scare me at all. Philadelphia and Cubs blown in from left. That is something to monitor. Your BVP on this 14-game slate as we wrap it up. It should be a good one. Um, da, 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 we don't have that day game. But you got Bryce Harper, 7 for 16 with a homer versus Nate Eovaldi. Rendon, 8 for 21, two doubles. They both hit him extremely, extremely well. Uh, Matt Adams is even worth a look in that one. Didn't mention him earlier. More BVP. Kendris Morales, 9 for 25, three doubles and a homer off CC. Justin Smoke, 10 for 31, a double and two homers. Russell Martin, 8 for 28 with a homer. So you can you can pick on CC if you'd like. Uh, Tyler Austin is 3 for 5 with three home runs versus Marco Estrada. Miguel Andohar has a homer. Giancarlo, 6 for 17, two doubles and four homers. Aaron Judge, 8 for 20, two doubles, two homers. Neil Walker, 8 for 27, two doubles, a triple, two homers. Gary Sanchez is only 4 for 21, which is a 190 average. But all four are home runs. Aaron Hicks, 5 for 17, 2 doubles and a homer. Didi Gregorius has 3 doubles and 3 homers. Brett Gardner, 2 doubles and a homer. The Yankees, in 208 at-bats, have 21 home runs off of Marco Estrada. That's like 1 out of every 10 at-bats. They take Marco Estrada freaking deep. That is ridiculous. A 398 Woba and a 380 ISO. Holy crap. I, we said we love them, but that is ridiculous. Whew. Gotta enjoy that for a minute. Travis Shaw, 5 for 14 with two homers off Corey Kluber if you want to be really weird. Jose Praza, I mentioned I kind of liked him earlier. 3 for 5 with a triple and a homer off Freeland. He was 3,400 tonight. Shebler's taking him deep, so has Votto. Uh, Cargo has a homer run off Di Sclafani. 
And again, that was way back in the day, a few years ago. Uh, as we go down a little farther, you got guys like, uh, whew, not much, not much, not much. That Yankee one kind of blew everything out of the water. Carlos Correa, 7 for 18, two doubles off of Paxton. Paxton has not given up a home run to the Astros yet this, in his career. That's pretty impressive. Nelson Cruz, 11 for 33 with a double and four home runs off of Dallas Keuchel. Something to keep in mind there. Heredia was 3 for 8 with a double, if you need that punt we talked about. Uh, Eddie Rosario off a three-home run game on Sunday. We don't have that doubleheader on the slate, so don't worry about it. Uh, Greg Garcia is another lefty that could crack the lineup. It's pretty much Garcia, Wong, and Carpenter against Urena. So nothing too... Well, it's always scary with Urena, but you know nothing that jumps off the page. Other than that, BB... Oh, we got a good one. Against Patrick Corbin, Pence is back. He's 15 for 38, four doubles, a triple and four homers, given he's not the same Pence. Mac Williamson has a homer. Brendan Crawford, a double, triple, and two homers. Buster Posey, two doubles. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt, again, I told you he's good versus Bumgarner. 18 for 58, four doubles, a triple, three homers, a 310 average. Jeff Mathis is three for four with a triple and a homer. Other than that, not much to like if you're looking at the Diamondbacks. So that'll do it on quick hits. You're looking to stacks. You know, the Red Sox are always good. The Yankees versus Strata, we spelled it out for you. The Astros versus Matt Moore, outstanding. And then you kind of have a bunch of one-offs, nothing like super crazy. I do like the Nats a lot for Eovaldi, uh, but you can look at like, you know, the Rockies, the Jays. There's so much on a 14-game slate, tons and tons of like. So hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick, with any questions you have, or come join the Slack chat. Just ask for an invite. It's a lot of good talk. Guys always, you know, asking questions, helping each other out. Lots of fun in there. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. The always pressing PGA DFS podcast previewing the St. Jude Classic dropped last night with myself, Bucks, and Jesse. Go check that out to get you ready for the week. Be careful about withdrawals for the U.S. Open coming up. You got Bench with Bubba, episode 98 with the Manly Van Lee. Lots of great stuff there, so go check that out. Around the base of the Bubba and Mo with Chris Blessing. It previewed the MLB draft. The draft dropped last night, so go check it out and see how it went. Lots of good stuff there. But more content coming up this week, as we do always at the PGA and much, much more. But good luck on your Tuesday MLB DFS Quick Kits, June 5th. Slate, I'm out.